Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Michelle Collins and I'm the founder of the blog Existential How to Ascend in Bliss, where we talk about life, ascension and everything in between. It's a blog really of the journey through life as we ascend um, to a greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us and then use that as a, a catalyst from which we can manifest the lives that we want. So existential hell or bliss, what are you creating in your life? 15 years ago, um, I was in a place in my life where everything was falling apart at the seams. I was in my early 20s, a mother of two young girls attempting to teach them how to navigate a world that I had no clue how to navigate myself. I was insecure, unsure of myself, which then attracted the same insecure types of people to me. I was in a job I disliked, my relationship at the time was in tatters, and I was at the point where I was helpless, I was hopeless, and I was drifting. I don't know whether you can relate to any of that, but my mind was a never-ending sea of constant discontent with my lot in life and rage-based negative chatter. I mean, I was angry to the point where the slightest thing would set me off on yet another tangent of a negative thought spirals, as I used to call them back then. And I knew that if I did nothing about it, my howl would only persist. Um, I remember one specific day and I was feeling particularly despondent that day and I shouted at the top of my lungs in my mind only I wasn't the kind of person to shout it out loud this place is hell I'm living in hell now I'm sure that there were some expletives in there which I won't repeat here but I was just so lost at the time and it wasn't until years later that I actually realized because I remember actually certain points in my life very vividly and I always remembered this particular occasion for some strange reason I was absolutely correct I had created and was living in and had done for many years at this point my own personal hell and it was tormenting me day and night I had no peace okay yes I had a difficult upbringing like many people with family who are around them who are a continuous drain on them with their own issues you know they they then pour those upon you relentlessly and I got to about the age of 13 or 14 when my own mind kicked in and I no longer had to agree with or put up with the inane thought processes that had that I had accepted up until that point and that they had accepted and expected me to accept in turn I could tune them out and although it didn't stop their tirade of the usual put downs and backhanded insults I began to obviously as I said tune them out and ignore them as much as I could at that age now not to bludgeon anyone or lay blame on any of my family members because that's not my intention here what I'm trying to put across is that we are our own masters our own judges and jurors we're given free will when we come here So when I talk about family here who had their own issues, they too were a product of the fear-based and antiquated belief systems that their own parents and influential people in their lives had projected onto them up to that point. And this was about the time where I started to realize that we can either accept it and stumble our way through life believing that we are no good, that we're worthless, that we have no power and need to be told who we are and what we can achieve or whatever trash it is that these people want to put on us or we can challenge those projections because if we don't challenge them won't we just take what was given to us build upon those same misaligned beliefs 
um, which we in turn then go ahead and teach to our children and the cycle begins again. But if those beliefs are not beneficial to us, wouldn't it make more sense to break those cycles? Now, I knew this intellectually at this point that it was just my mind that was only um, that was the only thing that was keeping me in this endless loop that I was living in. I was so angry that even when I attempted to listen to or read anything that pertained to motivation, self-growth, personal development or anything of that kind, I would literally get so angry that the person who was spouting such drivel, as I used to call it, um, I mean, come on, think and grow rich, ask and it is given. You can change your life. What an absolute con. Those were the thoughts that used to go through my mind. I was rage, you know, the rage bubbled in my stomach as I threw down book after book, barely getting through the first chapter of many of them, even though I really wanted to resonate with them. Now, I had mental and spiritual blocks. I made one poor choice after another in my life and I gave away my power to people who didn't deserve it. I put more importance on others than on myself who needed it the most. And the ever-present question in my mind, silently swimming just below the conscious mind during the day and resurfacing at night to taunt me, was, what the hell am I doing here? I can honestly say that those years were some of the most unhappy years of my life. I was unhappy. I was a happy person to most people outside because I smiled. Um, I didn't want to burden anyone else with my own crap, so to speak. But underneath, I was a mess just going through the motions, asking questions that no one seemed to have the answers to. Almost through sheer dumb luck, really, I came upon an energy healer and I was ready. I'd just conceded at this point. I'd admitted defeat and she practically fell into my lap as though the universe was just waiting for me to stop. Just stop and listen and be open and there she was. And I listened to her many times, but had never actually received a healing from her. But I eventually came upon the opportunity. She did an energy healing on me. And it was as though the lights were turned on in the blackness of a soul that had no light. It was having a light shine on it for the first time in what seemed like ever. My burdens just fell away and my whole body felt light, free. And more importantly, I felt peace for the first time. The morning after that healing, I woke up and it was as though I was floating. I had no sense of gravity, although I knew it held me to the ground. It was as though a yoke that was laden down with thousands of pounds worth of ancestral baggage, topped with my own baggage from this life, had been lifted from my shoulders and I didn't need to be bent and twisted, demanding that this, you know, this baggage, that I pay homage to it with every single step. I felt so free. Now, don't get me wrong, that didn't mean that my problems disappeared. It just meant that the feeling that I had within me was light again. It was as though everything had just been lifted. And I'll be forever grateful to her work um, that she did for me in lifting something that I couldn't do alone. She truly defined to me the meaning of the saying to hold space for someone. And I know that she continues to do that to this day, so she will forever be an angel in my mind. And as I said before, of course, this wasn't, um, you know, this wasn't a magic cure-all for all the problems in my life. It was only the beginning of my ascension journey, and everything from that point on didn't magically fall into place, but boy, 
did it hit hard and I immediately began delving into anything that I could get my hands on that could elevate my mind in line with the burden-free body that I now wore. So now, fast forward another 15 years later, and yes guys, 15 years is a long time. It does take me a smidge more time to learn than most. I'm stubborn and I've, <laughs> I've passed up many opportunities to reflect on what is happening in my life and connect the dots. But here I am, a mother of three beautiful, happy, healthy children who are making their own way in life, a self-published author of psychological thriller, A Life Worth Dying For, which is available to download on Amazon, a blogger, a leader, and best of all, I'm truly happy. Now, let me say that again, I am truly happy, and it feels so good. Now, don't get me wrong, um, I know that some of you may be listening saying, oh yeah, you know, you're happy, that's great for you. I'm no model of the perfect life student. I learned lessons the hard way because instead of pausing, instead of just pausing and taking a look at the circumstances in my life and kind of connecting the dots, I, I kicked and I screamed. I threw tantrums like a toddler and the universe in its all-knowing wisdom sent me the same problems the same situations and the same people over and over and over again like a long-suffering parent would do for a baby who just learns to throw the bottle over the side of the pushchair and thinks it's great fun to watch mom or dad pick it pick it up you know in all those years i never gave up one thing about me is if i'm nothing else i'm tenacious and i refuse to go through life blindly following others as I'd been raised to do and I think on a whole we're all pretty much conditioned to live like that. I began to ask questions that people find difficult to answer and I searched for the answers if I couldn't find one that was logic that logically made sense to me. So back to the underlying topic here what are you creating in your life? Are you creating a living hell through the misappropriation of the power of your mind or are you reigning in that power and focusing on the life you wish to have, taking steps every day to bring that to fruition? Are you angry like I was, bitter at the world and all those in it for the pain and the turmoil that you find yourself in on a day-to-day basis? Because I can assure you, as powerful as your mind was to create that turmoil and that pain, it's the same power that you have to turn things around and have that power work for you instead of against you. We all have that power, but how we use it is the main contributing factor in whether we experience torment or true bliss. Now, I understand that I was so lucky to have had the awakening that I had in such a profound manner that it was something that was tangible to me. I felt it on a deep soul level. I know that as you read, um, as you read or as you listen to this, you, you're probably saying, well, you know, it doesn't work like that for me. I was, you have to remember, I was at the end of my rope. I was completely and utterly spent with life. And although I'm by no means saying that I wish that for you, but for me, I think it was the only way I was ever going to just stop and begin relying on a power that was within and yet also beyond me that I'd never lent on before. And that was my catalyst. That was where I began making connections to my own choices in life and the consequences of those choices. I slowly began to become mindful of the inner conversations I was having with myself, about myself and those around me. Years after my awakening, I learned to drop judgments. I'm human and on occasion, you know, (laughs) occasions do arise where I catch a judgment, 
whether it is about myself or another, but at least the realization of it is there. You know, you know, I'm imperfect like every other human. And I begin to be able to I began to be able to just observe the world and the people in it as reflections of myself. And this one thing can literally change your life. You come to realize that the snooty person in line who gave you the stink eye or the miserable man who disregarded your warm good morning or the child who is constantly misbehaving and making your life difficult. They're all just reflections of things within you that need to be addressed and healed. Once you begin to make these connections, you can blame no one for your circumstances. You can be angry with no one for doing something to you because they're all mental projections of what is going on within you. Now, how cool is that? Instead of having to guess and assume things about what you, what's going on within you, yourself, you just look at the people that, are, that you're attracting. Your family, your partner, your children, your bank account, they're all reflections. And the sooner you begin looking for ways to heal the misalignment between you and the life that you want, the sooner your life will begin to change. For me, it started with small things changing. People who had never said a word to me began smiling at me and saying hello. Everyone I came across was for the most part friendly. My anger dissipated. Money would just show up out of the blue. Things would appear to assist me on my journey when I needed them most and all it took was a clear thought of what, I, what it was I needed. Now this is the true meaning of manifestation. My relationships with my children deepened. I no longer needed anyone's validation or approval. I became confident, self-assured. Unlike the shell of a woman I was back when you know I first began this podcast 15 years ago, when I wasn't using my mind to its fullest potential, I began to feel, feel out my wounds and, and kind of heal them through self-care. And the love that I thought I would never receive, I found that I was the one that held the key to that love the whole time. And that peace I felt all those years ago when I was um, energetically healed has never left me. I don't tell you any of this to brag and to say how much better I feel than you or anyone else for that matter. This was a raw expression of how things can literally change if you're willing to put your mind in a place where it no longer runs you, but you run it. This has taken me many, many years and I've had to endure countless lessons. Some brought me to my knees with the pain that they incited within me. Lessons in love, I think, can be the most painful, but they teach you the most. And that conversation is for another time. But each and every time I've been knocked down, I've gotten up, brushed myself off, stumbled around a few times as I found my feet again, but ultimately remained loyal to the mindset that I fought so diligently and so hard for. I can honestly say, after all I've been through, it was worth it. So if you take nothing else from my story, please take this. The power of our minds can grace us with what, whatever we wish. We can either squander that power and have it release a deluge of uncertainty, pain and confusion, or we can rein in the ego, which is the master manipulator, the one who tells you that all is well. Have faith in your own strength and you will live the life that you want and it will manifest but only when you are ready. So are you ready? Until next time, love and light, Michelle.